Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kim Cusack, and today I'm joined by the very talented Phil Morrow. How are you doing today, Phil? I'm doing great, man. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Kevin. You're very welcome, Phil. So, when did you start writing music? Man, I think I wrote my very first rap when I was 13 years old or something like that, and... uh, you know, I've been playing guitar uh, since I was a kid as well, but I really started taking music seriously in about 2010. Uh, 2010, I found myself uh, working as an intern at a recording studio in Denver, um, and uh, I ended up linking up with a couple of different producers, and that's when I really started writing my own music and, and taking it uh, uh, seriously and professionally. What's different about your music is there's a rock element to it. Tell me more about that. Yeah, man. Uh, well, you know, I've, I've been a big metalhead my whole life. I love rock music, love metal music, I love punk music. Um, you know, uh, those inspirations and vibes have always kind of been instilled in me. So uh, the music that I make, I think, kind of transfers that whole rock rap vibe. You know, I'm, I'm a kid that was, you know, raised on early 2000s new metal you know lincoln park limp biscuit you know papa roach like these are these are the dudes that i really started getting influenced to to want to you know uh make music by and so at the same time that i was listening to those records i was also the only person with a papa roach record and uh you know tupacalypse in in my sixth grade class you know what i mean so yeah. uh so that, that vibe's been with me for a long time and and uh, and we've been lucky enough to uh to to keep that vibe going in the in the music as we make it currently now you mentioned Pop Roach and Limp Bizkit. What yeah. are your favorite songs oh, from both man. bands? Oh uh, man, favorite Papa Roach song. Um, um, Where did the angels go? Is probably one of my very favorites. Uh, Limp Bizkit. That's a great question. Anything, anything off of uh, uh, you know, significant other or. Uh, or the uh, the Chocolate Starfish album, man. There's uh, there's a song called I can't think of the name of it right now. It's my jam though. But yeah, anything off those two records, man. You know, uh, Fred Durst a huge influence with that with that rap rock vibe. Yeah, definitely can't go wrong with Significant Other or Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very dope albums. Absolutely. Yeah. So describe yourself in three words. <sighs> I mean, as simple as it could be, rock and roll. Uh, but you know, uh, uh, when it when it all boils down to it, man, um, I'm aggressive, I'm passionate, and ah, uh, just out here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Those are you know, it's uh, tough to describe myself in, in three terms like that. But uh, that's that's kind of what it boils down to, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely see your passion with music absolutely into your album so tell me about the production process on your latest ep toxic space yeah uh so toxic space is a is a record that i got to go and do um you know with mayday uh so i had met these guys while they were in denver you know playing shows in denver i would be the local opener for them um opening up their shows in denver and so we built a relationship off of that um i got the opportunity to go out to miami and go record that album with them so i spent a week in uh mayday studio out in miami uh they produced every song on that you know five song ep um uh, they're featured on a couple of the tracks uh, we spent the whole week writing recording and and producing those tracks in their studio in miami so that was an amazing experience uh those are some of the most talented musicians 
musicians that I know. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I think I'm really very fortunate to have built that relationship with them and gotten to know those guys. And, and I'm extremely fortunate that, you know, they've taken me under their wing and, and you know, uh, uh, done the whole Big Brother thing for me uh, as we've gone along over the years. Uh, that album that I did with them ended up, you know, uh, getting me into a position where they were getting ready to do the South of Fifth tour last fall. And uh, I had an opening slot open up, you know. What I mean, just a few days before tour started. But yeah, uh, shout out, shout out to uh, my boys in Mayday, man. Uh, I appreciate those guys more than they know. What do you like most about touring? Oh man, um, you know, getting to travel and see city to city, um, and kind of be you know engulfed in a different culture, and, and you know, uh, every every day has been really dope. Uh, it gets a it gives me a good perspective, you know, of, of what life is like for other people out there. It also puts me in tune with the fans personally, and that's what I really, really appreciate about this music, you know. It's one thing to make all this music at home, in the studio, and, and write and record, but it's a whole other thing to get out here and actually touch the people, man. So that's, you know, getting to make that, that physical connection, eye-to-eye, hand-to-hand with the people, is probably my very favorite part about touring. Um, uh, the fans make it all happen, so. Definitely. And another key is audience interaction too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, when the crowd's energy is good, everybody on stage and everybody on stage's energy is good as well. Um, mm-hmm. It really does transfer. You know, uh, it doesn't really matter who you are or what you are. When you come to a, a show and, and we out here playing music, it's all about just that vibe in the room and everybody getting along peacefully and enjoying the evening, man. It's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. And you're on tour with Mad Child. How did that come about? Man, um, so I was doing the South of Fifth tour with Mayday in the fall. Um, well, One Ton was performing and tour managing on that tour as well. Uh, he and I got to build a relationship and get to know each other on that tour. And uh, and he was in the works of putting together this Mad Child Stevie Stone tour. So uh, I've known Stevie Stone for probably the longest out of uh, out of all these artists. Um, he was one of the very first people that I ever opened up for in Denver. Uh, it was like seven, eight years ago, right? And we've just been able to build a friendship and, and have a genuine genuine thing going on, uh, you know, mutual respect uh, over the years. And so when uh, they were putting together this tour, was able to, you know, get get that invitation as well. And that's that's how I ended up on tour with Mad Child, man. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing, man. I'm, you know, I'm an old school SRH fan, you know, old school suburban noise kid. And I was going to all those, uh, all those Swollen Member shows, all the Potluck shows, all the Cop Mouth King shows, man. So, so to be out here with One Ton and Mad Child right now is a literal dream come true. Absolutely. So, shout out to Mad Child, man. He's been so respectful and good to me on this tour, man. I, you know, I really appreciate him uh, uh, just keeping it funky with me. Mad respect right there. Absolutely. Yeah, mad respect to Mad Child. He is a beast on this microphone. Yeah. How has the Denver music scene influenced your music? Ooh, um, in many ways, uh, you know, my perspective on the Denver music scene is we have a whole lot going on in multiple genres, right? There's a whole lot of pop, there's a whole lot of rock, there's a whole lot of metal going on, you know, uh, uh, locally, seven nights a week in Denver. Uh, there's always a show that you can go to, and and the local scene really, uh, you know, is, is very vibrant in those areas. And when it comes to the hip-hop realm, um, it may not be as solid as those other genres, but we still have a huge underground hip hop thing going on in Denver. Uh, there's a lot of you know staple places in Denver that have been holding it down and being you know providing a place for that culture to exist and grow. Um, 
and, uh, and and that's that's been a big boost for me as well. Uh, uh, shout out to the good people over there at the Roxy Theater in Denver for for keeping underground hip hop alive and well, and making sure that all of these dope underground artists have a sick venue that welcomes them into play. So, shout out to uh, uh, to uh, to Troll and Scum over there at the Roxy. What is the most craziest show you've ever played, and why? Man. Um, well, honestly, this this tour uh, might be one of the craziest shows I've ever played. We played in uh, Idaho Falls, Idaho, uh, about a week ago, and uh, only my second time ever playing any kind of show in Idaho. But the fans came out to party. They, it was a full room. The energy was amazing. Uh, these kids really came out to rock, right? And so when I got up there and did my thing, I provide this really high energy show for them, and they ate it up and spit it right back to me, man. It was beautiful. Um, I never, never had my, you know, my call and response be so good, you know, with the crowd. The vibes were good. It was a really, really good time. That, that you know, that's that's one of one of the wilder shows uh, uh, that I've played to date, but. But I hope they get crazier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they will, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, uh, I, you know, I've been doing this music thing a long time, but right now is, is the point in my life where I've actually been able to push all of my side projects aside and focus solely on music, making sure that we get this message out there and, and been able to, you know, uh, uh, pump the craft a little bit, a little bit harder. I've gotten these opportunities to do two national tours now back to back this train is rolling man i don't plan on stopping anytime soon yeah keep on rolling yeah man exactly just like fred durst absolutely (laughs) keep on rolling baby you know what time it is (laughs) what's on your music playlist right now Ooh, um a bunch of different stuff uh definitely in heavy rotation right now that new uh trunk music three from yellow wolf i've been jamming that new uh that new nina from tech nine as well shout out to tech nine also i mean i've been stuck on the new nothing more record uh what else man yo little little baby is on my playlist right now <laughs> man oh my goodness just straight good trap music man shout out to little baby uh yeah man a little, little bit of everything but everything on there right now definitely have to have a little bit of everything in the mix absolutely and i'm gonna be diverse you know i'm just a i feel like i'm just a connoisseur of music period i, I love pop i love rock i love metal i love rap you know um i really don't care what kind of genre that you you know uh, are, are aiming to be in if the music is good then the music is good you mm-hmm. know what i mean and that's that's one thing that's universal so uh coming from a hip-hop kind of background here you know uh it it, it it's good to have that kind of open mind uh about music and art and creativity altogether. i think as an artist what would you say has been your biggest aha moment man um there's been a few of them on this tour man uh this uh th- this tour has been kind of revolutionary for me and as far as being able to see that all of my goals and dreams and the things that I've projected for myself here in the future have a real shot of seeing the light of day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, my brother recognized, you know, shouted me out on Instagram yesterday. Uh, and that was just an honest post from him. I didn't, I hadn't talked to him recently or nothing. You know, he just, he, just out of love, you know what I mean? Shouted me out on Instagram that led to, you know, Matt Child shouting me out, that led to Stevie Stone shouting me out. Uh-huh. And it's like, you know, it, to, 
to you know have looked up to these dudes and enjoyed their catalogs you know for so many years and and watched their growth um to be out here and getting that kind of mutual respect from these gentlemen has been a real aha moment for me um real real eye-opener that you know uh the grind is starting to finally come to fruition uh we are we a long way from the finish line but the gears are rolling and uh and, and you know those those type of moments have been really inspirational for me i feel like i'm 100 percent in my bag right now and we're just gonna keep pushing forward what would you say is the toughest part about being an artist man um toughest part about being an artist is you know, at least in my experience, has been to to be able to stay doing music 100% of the time with 100% of your focus. It is so easy to get lost in life at home um, uh, for anybody and everybody, you know. Uh, we all have families to provide for, you know. Um, we all have, uh, uh, you know, uh, things that are going on back at home, bills to pay, and, and all that other stuff that can get in the way of putting 100% into this music thing and, and making that full push forward. Um, it's taken me a really long time to get to that point where, you know, I, I, I've been able to, to grind and hustle enough to to get myself to a position where I can work on music full time. That, you know, I'm keep keeping finances and bills paid at home while out here doing this music thing and building a brand and a following. That's probably one of the toughest parts about being a musician. What is the story behind the title toxic space um so one of the tracks that we ended up writing and recording um for those uh for the toxic space ep uh uh sessions uh was a song called save a breath um and i I have a line in in that song that says when this world becomes a toxic waste oh man i can't even remember my own lyrics right (laughs) now uh Becomes a toxic waste, and you can. Oh, yeah. So when the world becomes a toxic waste, and you can barely see, uh, don't be scared to leave when there's nowhere left to breathe. Save a breath for me. And I took that line of of you know this this toxic space, man, this dark cloud that kind of hangs over your head and tries to push you up out of the way of of what you're supposed to be doing. I took that and kind of made a flip on it, and I made it into toxic space, right? So kind of just opened it up and made it a little bit more universal I, I, you know kind of happened by accident but it was a it, it was a happy accident yeah 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 so pretty dope yeah yeah absolutely anything else you want to add um man um you know uh I'm, I'm super excited to be here i'm super excited to be out here on the road and and doing these shows and and meeting all the fans man um you know, I just want to just take a second to express my gratitude, you know, uh, for for this moment, for for the people that are you know out there listening, and uh, and for this opportunity. Um, you know, I'd like to express that same gratitude for you for for inviting me out here to to do this interview with you, man. It's, you know, it's been been a pleasure talking to you. Um, uh, you know, I'm really really excited to see that you're out here uh, pushing the the music, and that you know you've got a you, you got a good vibe, man. I, I see that you're just a you know, a fan of music period man so it's been been real great to vibe with you man um I'm, I'm working on a bunch of new music you know for all the fans that are listening man i got a bunch of new music coming there's a there's a couple of things in the mix that i'm really really excited about i got my fingers crossed for a couple of really cool opportunities that i'll hopefully be able to share with you guys here in just a few weeks man so yeah just want to take this moment to express my gratitude and say thank you thank you phil yeah, absolutely my man yeah thank sure. you so much for having me you're welcome
So P-H-I-L-M-A-U-R-O.com is the website. You can also find me on every social media um, at Filmaro Music. So P-H-I-L-M-A-U-R-O-M-U-S-I-C. You can find me everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Filmaro Music, everywhere. And best of luck on the rest of the tour. My friend, thank you so much, man. It means the world to me. Thank you so much for having us today. You're very welcome. This is Phil Morrow with See You Naked Again. Kim Kisak, thank you all for listening to Hitting the High Note.